Welcome to Plain Talk. Plain Talk has a new podcast every two weeks with up-to-date information about aviation technologies for general and business aviation. From home to cockpit to boardroom to personal tech, Plain Talk provides informative information for pilots, industry insiders, and aviation enthusiasts alike. My name is Phil Lightstone. I'm a general aviation pilot with over 1,900 hours in my logbook, flying almost every week with over 30 years experience in the technology and aviation industries. Okay, want to uh, welcome Trevor Mustard, uh, Senior Aircraft Sales uh, Manager with our friends at Diamond Aircraft uh, here at the uh, London Air Show. Hi uh, Trevor and welcome to Plane Talk. Hey, good afternoon, Phil. Good to see you again. Uh, great, uh, great to see see you. And uh, some very cool new things happening at at Diamond. You know, for the for the audience, just want to talk about the fleet. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's been an exciting year for us. Of course, um, there's been a lot of uh, interest over the last number of years for the Diamond DA62, our flagship twin. But most recently, we've uh, just unveiled at uh, EAA Air Venture in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, our newest uh, member to the Diamond family, the uh, the, the DA50RG. So that is the newest uh, aircraft. It's uh, generating quite a stir amongst the uh, aviation community. So the DA50RG. Um, you know, what was the uh, genesis of getting into a single-engine retract? It was initially designed as a fixed-gear aircraft. Uh, the DA-50 was uh, originally uh, unveiled at Oshkosh in uh, 2007. So this is an aircraft wow. that has been on the drawing board with Diamond Aircraft for a number of years. And for uh, one reason or another, economic developments or um, engines, namely, uh, the, the, the aircraft went back to the drawing board a number of different times. Uh, with the development of the DA-62 and uh, the, the the composite uh, airframe and the center section and the retractable gear, uh, we found that, uh, well, our engineers found that it would be a very easy aircraft to go from uh, 62 configuration into the single engine variant, which is now the DA-50. So it was, um, it was really an evolution of, of engine development and, and composite structures that uh, allowed us to end up with the final product that we have now. And with the uh, retractable diesel running jet, jet A, uh, you create a platform that uh, is not only future-proofed, but uh, go high, go fast. Yeah, it was an airplane that, uh, like I said earlier, was meant was originally designed to be a fixed gear aircraft. Um, but with, since we had the center section from the DA62, which easily allowed us to take those those um, universal parts and make it a retractable geared aircraft, we figured it would compete a little bit better with some of the other high performing singles in the aviation world. Uh, that may be either retractable or fixed gear for that matter, but um, it really has been a, a, a steady evolution of parts and technologies that's allowed us to end up with the product that we have now. And then, of course, uh, I understand a, a complete glass cockpit. That's really hard to say, glass yeah. cockpit. Uh, that uh, really changes the way pilots fly. Yeah, it's a carryover from a lot of the other technologies that we're currently utilizing in the uh, Diamond Fleet. It's the uh, Garmin G1000 NXI, and uh, we couple that with the GFC 700 Autopilot by Garmin, which um, integrates itself flawlessly between the two. Uh, the airplane does have a three-axis autopilot, so it is uh, very capable, obviously uh, able to do any of the new instrument approaches into any of the airports in North America down to essentially ILS minimum, so a very 
you know, intuitive, very easy airplane to fly, single pilot IFR, very capable, very stable, just an absolute pleasure to be in. Beautiful. And I understand, Trevor, closely guarded diamond secret that you're the third highest time 50RG pilot uh, worldwide. <laughs> Not worldwide, but definitely in North America. We The airplane was designed in Austria, so the uh, the test pilots and the uh, sales pilots in, in uh, Europe have definitely had a little bit more time with the aircraft than we have here. Um, as we sit today, this aircraft has only been in North America for the better part of a month and maybe a little bit. Um, as we sit at the uh, at the early part of August, but um, I have been checked out by our our other, our other two pilots, and I'm proud to say that with one hour of uh, flight time uh, of stick time, I'm uh, currently the third highest pilot uh, DA50 pilot in North America. Well, we'll have to keep that up. Get you to fly more. With that said, what's it like flying the 50? Uh, the 50 flies a lot like you would expect it to if you've ever been in a diamond um, aircraft in the past. It has a lot of the same characteristics as the uh, as the DA62. It, it is a, a big winged aircraft, um, very stable, very easy to fly. Uh, couple that with the autopilot and the uh, you know the advanced avionics in the aircraft, it's an absolute dream. Slow flight is as easy as pie. Um, it's got the big trailing link landing gear like the DA62 and the DA42. So Landing the airplane is, um, you know, it, it, you can make a bad landing feel really smooth. It's got the long, uh, high aspect ratioed wing, uh, not unlike what you would find in a glider style wing. So very stable, very easy to control. Uh, just an absolute dream. Uh, so what's on the horizon? Uh, what's kind of new? Uh, I understand a 55 might be in the in the wind. Well, you might be the one who coins the phrase DA-55, but yeah, nothing for the DA-50. I mean, it's still pretty new. We're expecting it to be at least in the better part of a year before we see a certification of the DA-50 in North America through uh, the Transport Canada and the FAA. Thereafter, who knows what the airplane may uh, evolve into. Uh, we do have a couple of um, new items on the horizon, which we will probably make announcements for later in the in the uh, in the fiscal year but right now the da50 is still quite new to the north american market and we're just getting ready to start some demonstration tours later this year um, on an experimental type certificate as for for market survey purposes and uh, really kind of get it in front of the, uh, the the ga public for the first time and certainly with uh, supply and demand and the crazy uh, marketplace for uh, airplanes probably precipitated by covid19 over the last almost two years is it fair to say that if you want one, uh, get on the list now, get a slot? Yeah, absolutely. We've seen uh, great demand for the airplane, all of our models for, for, for that matter. But uh, at Oshkosh, where we unveiled the aircraft, of course, it was uh, front and center as far as uh, media attention and a lot of people who had been anticipating the aircraft coming to market. Uh, the production numbers for the aircraft will be relatively low for the first year or two. So most of the positions that are currently available uh, will be consumed, if you will, by by our dealers who have a lot of interest uh, from, from their uh, customer base. And uh, we expect that the order book will be filled probably for the next year and a half, even prior to certification. So we do have the order book open at this point, and uh, people have started placing their orders for the DA-50, and we will begin deliveries as soon as certification comes to comes to pass. Awesome. Must be a, just a beautiful airplane to fly. It's got such sleek, uh, sleek lines. Bringing the gear up just make must make a world of difference. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, another one of the uh, the great designs, and uh, it certainly has tons of ramp appeal. As you and I sit here, of course, our audience won't be able to see, but we've got the DA62 right behind us, and with the, you know, or the DA50 right behind us, and with the new uh, matte gray uh, finish that we put on it with red striping, it is certainly an attractive looking aircraft. And the large cowl with that big V6 uh, diesel engine, the CD300, uh, Continental Diesel 300 engine that's up front, it, it is certainly an imposing presence. And then I suppose if uh, a pilot is looking to their future, start out with a, a 50RG and then a natural upgrade would be to a, a 62, go a little higher, two engines, uh, makes that f- uh, water overflight uh, feel a little different than yeah, we typically, we, we typically see um, the natural progression through the Diamond family from our single engine airplanes, namely the uh, the DA-20 and the DA-40, um, which acts as a great primary trainer in a lot of cases. Uh, and then the natural progression is toward the, the multi-engine instrument um, pilot, which the DA-42 fills in each role very nice. The DA-62 um, is going to be kind of neck and neck with the DA-50. Um, some people are just a little bit wary about the idea of having to expend the energy to go and uh, get a multi-engine rating. So really what the DA-50 does for us is rounds out the family of aircraft that we have available for our customer base. So it doesn't necessarily compete uh, head-to-head with the DA-62. It just offers a a, a single-engine version of what the DA-62 does. So not to put you on the spot, Trevor, a very long time ago at a COPA convention, we had a factory tour of the Diamond uh, aircraft. Uh, factory, which was really interesting. Uh, And I would suggest to our audience, if you can get a a range for a a factory tour, it's really neat to watch airplanes being made. But with that said, you had some very cool jets on the ramp. Are we speaking about the recent air show jets or our jets? The D-Jet program. Um, Yes, the D-Jet program was um, something that we had in development in the early 2000s. And um, the aircraft, it due to you know circumstances beyond our control namely the housing uh, crisis of 2009 and uh, the collapsing markets uh, we mothballed the project um, the da or the the diamond djet program still does exist uh, with our new ownership the intellectual property and the rights to that aircraft were purchased um, in 2016 by Wanfeng aviation our parent company so I, I'm, not, I'm not going to say that there will be a diamond jet in the future, but it is certainly not off the table. Yeah, so that's very cool. Trevor, uh, any final words for the Plain Talk audience? Well, I'm, I'm just glad to see that uh, aviation did as well as it was going to do through the, uh, the, the COVID crisis, and uh, everybody seems to have bounced back relatively uh, unscathed, and aviation is alive and well, and uh, we're starting to see the attendance numbers at air shows, for example, come up, and the demand for airplanes has never been higher, quite ironically, as a matter of fact, uh, and uh, we're seeing more pilots being trained for the airlines than we've ever seen in the past, which is good for everybody. It's good for GA. It's good for... Um, the OEMs uh, as a whole and uh, we're, we're just really happy that um, you know we've come out of this uh, th- this global crisis as well as we have. Well Trevor thank you so much for being part of Plane Talk. All right great thanks Phil. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plane Talk. If you have any ideas for a future Plane Talk episode please go to the contact us page at planetalk.ca and send in your idea. Don't forget to like us at plaintalk.ca, our Facebook and LinkedIn pages, and this podcast.
and never stop living the dream.